tell me where you live, which party is in power in your local constituency, and why you think people vote for this party? I live in Brent, the borough of Brent, and the local constituency, um, we've got Labour in power, and um, Dawn Butler is the MP. And I think people vote for Labour because they're seen as a party for the people, for the many, as they would say, not the few. Um, and I think a lot more people, especially because of the way the borough's kind of got its pockets of impoverished areas, um, I think people believe a lot more in Labour, um, as I said, because they are put over as for, for the many, rather than just that wealthy few that the Conservatives are for. If you have voted before, will you be voting for the same party as previously or have you changed to support someone new? If you have changed party, why is this? I have voted before um, and I will be changing who I voted for in comparison to last time. Um, because last time I feel the the group I voted for, the party I voted for, um, it wasn't much of a party for the nation, to be honest. It was a case of it was just looking at the lesser of three evils. And I kind of hate thinking like that, but you kind of had to at that point um, back back years ago. And it's a case of, I think, the party I ended up voting for basically sold out the nation. Um, they sold out themselves and they basically sold out the nation. So it's a case of this time older, wiser, and, well, hopefully, anyway, um, it's it, it's a case of old, older, wiser, hopefully, and, yeah, I I have changed to, to support someone new because they, yeah, I mean, it, it's a case of it's a lot easier to believe in someone if you agree with what they're saying and you believe and you look at them and you think, yeah, that person believes in their party and they believe what they're saying. So... It's a case of I can never see myself voting conservative because, again, because I'm the opposite. Like, I'm, I'm not in that top 1% or top 5% in terms of wage earners. I'm not, well, Etonian and then you look at the colour of my skin as well. So the Conservative Party is in direct antithesis in terms of what I feel and what I believe in and what I know to be right. So it's a case of, um, in terms of the entity, the party who sold out our nation, you can kind of guess who they were. I'm not voting conservative, so that basically leaves me with one kind of major party to vote for, to be honest. So that's where I'm going, and that's why. Who do you think will come out on top in the upcoming general election, and why? Um, two, two parts to that question. Hope and think. Um, I hope it will be Labour to be perfectly honest, um, because they, I said, are that party that out of the big one, the big three anyway, um, that seem like they genuinely are for, for the many and not just the wealthy few like the conservatives. Um, I have said to a number of people though, that if a snap general election was to be called because of the mass media manipulation by what I like to call the parasitic media, um, Boris Johnson would probably win it, not even based on his manifesto or anything, but just him as a personality. And I very much, I know I'm stretching credibility by calling him a personality. But um, yeah, the mass media manipulation and brainwashing is so 
astounding, especially when you look at the the absolutely just debilitating cuts that have been made in like public services, especially the deliberate destruction of the NHS. It beggars belief that people can still think that the Conservatives are still a good party to vote for and even getting caught up lying recently, pretending to be a fact, an independent fact-checking entity during BBC Question Time. It's like, I just, it beggars belief how anybody can think that they are any sort of credible party that are going to do any, not just do anything they say, but do anything for anyone rather than the wealthy elite. But, um, yeah, I mean, I hope Labour will come out on top. I think they will. I think Labour will, but it will be tight because you've got to adjust so many people's mindset, especially with the way the media have tried to portray Jeremy Corbyn. Like, they just bury him at every turn. And it's just... Well, you have, you, you'd have, you have to basically reorientate and recalibrate so many people's mindsets to actually vote for what's right, not voting for someone because they think he's funny or they think he's charming. No, you vote for someone because you expect them to do the right thing and represent you, not just represent his own interests or the interests of the top 1% of wealthy people. What do you want the government to do about climate change? I want the government to take climate change a lot more seriously because we need a planet to live on, not just survive on. We need to heal the planet first and foremost, and then we need to stop destroy we need to stop destroying the planet to be perfectly honest, and then we can start healing it because the way like let's like let's take for let's take for instance um Greenpeace. And their activists protest in Sainsbury's recently. Long time coming, and it was necessary. Because at the end of the day, companies, big companies and big entities like Sainsbury's, like many, many others, with the whole single-use plastic thing, it's like it was absurd. And they were dragging their heels in terms of pledges to be green and all this. It's like, no, it's like you've got to live up to what you're saying you're going to do. And if you're not saying you're going to do anything, you need to you need to take some action now because this is the only planet we've got to live on and we need to start supporting it. Like we can't all move to Mars and then destroy that and then move to Uranus and then destroy that. So it's just one of them ones where it's like, we need government to take it more seriously and start putting in place legislation that forces these bigger companies and these corporations to start thinking about the planet. And not only thinking about the planet, doing something to help save and heal the planet instead of destroying it by being wasteful. So it, it's, it's that reorientation. And as I said, it, comes, it starts with government. Government putting in legislation and then enforcing it as well and enforcing it at the top level because things have to work from the top down, not just the bottom up, but the top down. So I think government needs to take climate change and the environment a hell of a lot more seriously. And what are your hopes and fears for 2020? Um, not much in the way of fears, but it all depends on how certain things shake out. So first and foremost, I want to see this Brexit cluster sorted. 
Um, if we do end up leaving, we need a deal. Um, I mean, that's just blatantly obvious that we need a deal if we leave. Because we barely make anything here anymore. A lot of stuff's imported, so obviously those prices are going to jump up. Um, I just don't understand why we're alienating ourselves from the European Union and how anybody could think that's a good idea. It's like, oh, we need to take our sovereignty back. It's like, yeah, and if the Conservatives are in power for that, all that's it's just going to give carte blanche to strip out workers' rights even more than they have been recently. And... Yeah, it's plundering the NHS as well. It's like they're going to be able to get away with all of that, S potentially selling it off, or to to um, private investors or Donald Trump, among others. It's a case of like, in terms of hopes, I just hope we come together as a nation because we really need to come together and don't alien ourselves, alienate ourselves, especially from Europe as well. It, it's a lot easier to control a divided nation than a united one. And there is strength in numbers. So if we come together and do something, it can be a hell of a lot more powerful than just letting that wealthy elite continue to control stuff. So it's, it's, just, it's a case of we need to come together. And that's one of my hopes for 2020. We need to come together. And I'd like for us to come together so that there's a better nation, not just for me to live in, but for, but for my kids and my kids' kids and my kids' kids' kids. It's that we need to start coming together and really uniting and looking at what's important. And that's one of my major hopes for 2020, that that will start that process, not destroy it, which would be one of my fears where it's like, People just jump on this Brexit bandwagon and Brexit's already completely divided the country. And a lot of people's right wing, left wing, whatever wing views have come out. And it's it's been embarrassing on a on a large scale and disappointing as well. So, yeah, those are the hopes and fears for 2020.